Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Episode 370 of La Cantina MX Football Podcast. Broadcasting live on Twitter Spaces and YouTube. So hop on those channels if you want to hop in the chat or speak up. We have quite a panel tonight with my friend Joel, Soccer Chronicle, and Super Elbow. I'll be going through introductions in quite a bit. But tonight's episode, we're basically going to try and figure out what's going on with this coaching drama for the Mexican national team. Who's calling the shots? Who's the influence? And who's going to end up coaching us for the World Cup in 2026? So let's waste no time. How we doing, Joel? Good, Jaime. I'm, I'm doing good. Um, just want to see what what the FMF announced. Don't don't care so much for the sins and whatnot. They just like to steer the pot. How much of it is smoke? How much of it is truth? You, you're gonna have to read between the lines. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think Pakistan he's like a snake's oil merchant. He's he'll he'll he just likes to, you know. <clears throat> we also have Songer Chronicle joining us. He's on mute, but welcome. Hey, welcome guys. How are you guys doing? Good, good, good. Last week it was Biesla talk. Oh, and it's how quick the the tables turn now. It's uh. It's Team Piojo versus Team Almada. And it's... I still have my doubts about that. Yeah? Yeah. Because most of the stuff that you're reading right now, you know, across, you know, many publications and stuff like that, it's just all hearsay. Uh, but even even if we entertain the idea that, you know, Bielsa is, uh, you know, no longer in contention or whatever... Um, I think yeah, I think it's the right move because I mean, if you really think about it, we had Tata Martino, and then before that, we had uh, Juan Carlos Osorio, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the criticisms in the last two cycles was, you know, that the coaches had a hard time really trying to get their di- ideas across because they just weren't, you know, part of or they they they, they weren't part of the the you know Mexican football ecosystem, you know. So, yeah. in that regards, it's like you 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 can't criticize the 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 the, 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 the head honchos for listening now to what the fans, most of the fans and most of the press wanted, you know, in regards to the criticisms of the last two cycles. So, obviously, you may not like you know Almada, you may not like you know Piojo, but you know they've been successful. What so, I'm what I'm trying to understand is. Uh, who were the ones that were for Biesla and who were the ones that were against Biesla? Well, it, it's funny you say that because, I mean, I, I, I know, and, and, I, and I've spoken with this, you know, many, many times that obviously there's like, it, it's almost like, it's like, you know, the, the NWO, it's almost like it's wrestling, you know, uh, there's factions and there's always been factions within within the, 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 the first division, right? Yeah. You know, Certain factions want control, and and uh, and I had posted this to, uh, to I had posted this one a couple of days ago to the private chat because I was looking at the uh, I was looking at at uh, financial information from uh, the Mexican stock exchange and looking at the companies, 
that are involved, you know, in, 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 in Mexican soccer. And, and like, and, and you could see, like, for example, in, um, in Televisa's, uh, you know, financials, they're board members. You have, you have guys like, you know, the, the uh, what's his name? Uh, Ron, you know, the guy from, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tijuana, you know? Mm-hmm. So like when, when I'm reading, when I'm reading articles saying that, you know, for example, that Chivas, I'm sorry, America, Santos, Tijuana, Tijuana. And, and Chivas were all part of this, you know, a committee. Well, Tijuana, I mean, that, it, it doesn't surprise me because like I said, I'm just trying to cross-reference like who's, who's basically in bed with who. And, you know, like I was looking at, like I was looking at the, uh, at the board members of like, for example, America Mobile, FEMSA, CEMEX, uh, Grupo Televisa, Grupo Salinas, you know, from TV Azteca and stuff like that. So you're, I'm, tr- you know, I'm trying to get a, a picture of, of who's basically in cahoots with who, you know, like, because I mean, you, you see the same names, you see a lot of like cross-referencing between guys like, and, and, you know, uh, the companies like City and, and Banorte and stuff like that. And you're in, in like I said, w- once you start looking at that and you start seeing, like, oh, Oh, I recognize that name. I recognize that name. Oh, that guy's also on the, on a board of this other company who basically represents X, you know, uh, uh, soccer, you know, a company. You know, like like uh, what's the name? The dude from uh, the, the dude from that Elias Ayub. You know? Yeah. Just to give you an example. So that, that's um, that's what I'm kind of like interested as to who's going to be, you know, who's going to be running the the the, the show. And that's and that's why, like, when I was looking when I was looking at Televisa's, you know, financials and looking at their board members, and I had a bunch of them. It's like, okay, this makes sense now. But again, I, I just think it's I just think the whole process is a shit show. Yeah, and it's like unfortunate that it's the clubs that are basically like influencing the the next coach. Like you were mentioning, uh, how in England everything's like separate. Uh, I feel yeah. I feel like it needs to be done that way. It should, it should it should go back to that. It should be completely independent, completely independent, autonomous. As far as uh, Almada and Piojo, are we really gonna bring back Piojo, man? How how is he even like nominated for this shit? I don't understand. I don't know where they're coming from. He already had a chance. He's in a heavy political campaign, and he's easily influenced by America's owner. As far as you know, I'll put you in that position, but you got to scratch my back with certain things. Because if you think about it, Piojo, fracaso with America, fracaso with Tigres, and everyone says 2014, Piojo this, Piojo that. You also have to remember, that's probably one of the most talented national teams out of 2010, 14, and 22. 2018 can make that argument, but it's not like he had a random-ass team. He had, like, a bunch of players under prime. Yeah, and I don't see much changing from him having a second go at it. But he's the only Mexican coach, right, that's, like, available? Yeah, but I just think it's just politics with Piojo. You know, he's going to be playing their game. Whatever game they want him to play, you want me to do commercials, I'll do commercials. You want me to keep calling these guys up, I'll keep calling them up. He's basically on a president, you know, when presidential candidates go on tour, that's basically what he's doing right now. We have to do better than Piojo. 
And Almada seems like the obvious choice. Very successful with Pachuca. It was a young team. Will that translate to the national team, though? Well, there's a thing. Almada sending uh, signs. I think uh, he started with Pachuca with eight Mexican players. So, and he's handing them playing good. They're saying that Trophy showed up a week early to train, and he's been doing. Uh, he was doing like three of days because Almada's uh, style that requires a lot of pressing. So I mean, he's throwing signs out there like, "Look, I can make the team play well. I got eight Mexicans starting. I got youth. Like he's showing the right signs on the field." Uh, my 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 criticism of Almada is this, and there's a world of difference. I'm, tar- I'm telling you, there's a world of difference coaching America and coaching Pachuca. And and why do I say this? Because I know that Piojo has been he he's coached the national team and he's coached and he's coached America. Basically, it, it's it's a shit show when it comes to the press. And whether you know he was able to handle the pressure with America twice, you know because I mean honestly, Almada. The press in Pachuca, they're more like cheerleaders. Well, it's a, it's a small market. Exactly, and that's my, and that's my point. And that goes uh, okay, me, but come on. That 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 to me is is that to, that to me is, is is just like Kenny. Okay, you can you can handle. You I, I can know ha- where you're going with this, and I'm not trying to interrupt you, but you're forgetting something very important. Yeah. People couldn't handle the pressure. He punched a journalist. Come on, <laughs> but, but, you know, come on, come on. <laughs> you know, no. I mean, he yeah. kept Martinelli, whatever, kept criticizing, criticizing, criticizing. That, that wasn't no refresher, though. That was personal. That was personal. He was attacking his family. He was attacking his daughter. Yeah, I'm not justifying anything, but his punch wasn't over pressure. About his look, look how well he handled pressure. He got criticized for the Gold Cup from day one. He ended yeah. up winning it. He he won it, and it was to the point. And this was a shame to see that there were a lot of people. The press were saying that that the refs were cheating in favor of Mexico, and it's so stupid because that happened during the whole FIFA gate, during yeah. the whole investigation, and it's in the U.S. and the investigation is coming out of the U.S. So it's kind of dumb to think that they're gonna do that level of cheating during a big investigation right in the home of where the whole investigation came out. I wouldn't say that level of cheating, but you do remember that PK against Panama, it was not a penalty. I remember the Panamanian player dropping on top of the ball like if he's playing AYSO. Exactly. And exactly. then there was... There, there, there there was, was, it was... Did you see? Did you see? You would miss it. Like, this is not That's a penalty. Dumb, blah, blah, blah. It was not a penalty. I it did was. see it because there was it two was. angles. If you... There was two angles... And the one they were showing, it looked dubious, but they showed the angle from the other side, the Mexican TV angle. And that one, you could clearly see that he's obstructing the ball, that he, he handles it on purpose. It was a, yeah. Dude, that was a dumbass mistake to make. As a there, player, like, there, there was, a, like, like, like what Holy was saying, there was, a, uh, there was a, a camera angle that they didn't show during the transmission, but you saw it after. That was clear as day that it was a penalty. That it, I'm sorry, that it wasn't penalty in favor of Mexico. But, but going back to what I'm saying is that that to me is the only thing that's, that that has me worried about Almada. Is okay, 
you can you you can you can you can handle the pressure when you basically have a really really small market, where basically the press there are a bunch of cheerleaders, you know. I, Ron, I, I think I'd normally agree with you on on, on this one. I I think that the the and again I, I'm kind of indifferent at this point as to who who would be the uh, yeah the manager, but uh, I think in terms of if if. Uh, the goal is to have a, a coach that works with youth. Almada, Almada seems to have done a pretty good job with that, and 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 I understand the part where it certainly it certainly helps to to, to manage a team, uh, you know, of the stature of America. But but uh, you know, if you're looking to work with youth and younger players and try to build them up, then Almada probably is a, a little bit better of an option in terms of that. Piojo's Piojo's good. He's a, a little bit of uh, a little bit more of a rah rah guy, right? Uh, I don't agree with that, Mikodo. <laughs> no, 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 no. He, he he's not. A, I'm not saying he's a terrible coach, but he gets a lot out of players because he's a rah rah guy, right? He, but he's uh, Barney Rubble with an attitude. <laughs> no, I I I understand like the motivational type of that. I like to think there's more than that, more than just you know. And just just doing rah rah. I think some of it has to do also with just willing to, yeah, with the tactical yeah, to yeah. an extent. I know he's not seen as a tactical genius, or, but he doesn't have to be. Um, I and if we see his numbers across the board, he's one of the best coaches in league. He's very good. Yeah, we'll, we'll call fracaso because oh he didn't win the league. But if you see how many points he did through the season, how many matches he's won. Um, and, and you know, I don't, I, things like that. He's he's very favorable. And, and, and I don't I don't see him as a fracaso because, come on, I think I think the the way that that's used in in Mex that word's used in Mexico, man, is a little bit overrun. But I I, oh, I think in, in 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 my in my head, honestly, I, I, you know, if you're if they're if they're talking about uh, the working with younger players and and real and, and you know trying to get them into a a, a specific specific zone. I do like what Almada has done with with Pachuca. Uh, yeah, well, Pachuca, uh, but, but, but see, let's let's keep this in mind too. Pachuca has been working with youth, regardless who the coach is. Mm -hmm. That's that's kind of their, one of their main things to to work with the X amount of youth to sell them some abroad, some within. But that's that's sort of their mo. Same right. as same as Santos and now Atlas is going to be doing this. But for Piojo. He had a lot of youth when he was at America. Yeah, a lot that ended up going to Europe. And that, he, you know, no, no, he that, doesn't that get none of that credit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not giving him credit, but I'm saying he's worked, he's worked with youth as well. He's not like... No, he did. He, he's, he, he's, he's, he hasn't done half bad. I, I just think, uh, honestly, <laughs> I, th criticism. I think him, I think him coming back, it'll, it'll probably, and I won't call it all political, but but it, it, it's... it's uh, it's gonna help him that 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 he has ties right to to uh, Televisa. Now, one of the oh, things that's, that that's I don't, for sure, yeah. One of the one of the things that I, I I don't see it as a valid criticism is the whole campaigning thing. Because here's the thing: you're not a club coach. If that if you were doing that as a club coach, I'd, I'd like whoa, you know, because you're working every day. You're a national team, dude. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna have the players every day. You're going to have them, what, once, twice, you know, what, in total, out of, what, 30-something days in a, in, a, in a month, what, you're going to have them, what, six days, six, seven days in a month? 
So, I mean, there's time, there's time to do the promotions because obviously, hey, they, they got to make money. You know, money's not the sin here. So I, I, I just don't get, I, I don't get that criticism. But that's just me, I guess. Well, I don't, I don't even know the whole working with, you know, like, because we get all these talking points, but a lot of them are from the media, and a lot mm -hmm. of them, it's just stuff that, that they're pushing. And I know Grupo Pachuca has been guilty of all, like, all the Bielsa talk. Even Almada, that's all Grupo Pachuca pushing their agenda, and and it's it's um and then it influences like us as fans, and now we're talking about that. So it's like like if it wasn't an issue, now it is. So now we're talking about like work with youth, and it's like well, why does he have to work with youth? It's not like the team is is old, or that it needs to be top to bottom. Um, you know, no, but, but, but can, you, can you name a starting 11 right now? Well, yeah, probably you guys won't like it, but... I can, no, I name well, it. that's the uh, point, generational switch. So what do you want your starting 11 include? Ochoa, yeah. Guardado, Herrera, Moreno. That's Not Guardado. By you. There needs to be a generational change. I mean, the no, idea is they're bringing in a coach for 2026. You don't have qualifiers. It's not like you got to... Bring in the veterans, the experience. You got qualifiers. You got to make the World Cup. The plan is you're planning towards 2026. And who is good with youth? Who is good at discovering youth? Who is good at propelling youth and giving them that confidence? Tigres, when he was at Tigres, they did not have any player under 21 play a single minute. Yeah, that was his criticism. He, he, got, he got in trouble for saying that was an old team. No, but the, his criticism was that he didn't play any player under 21. Tigres, out of all the like the top 60 leagues in the world, Tigres was like top 10 as far as not giving youth players chances. Think of the well, that's been them for a long the time. World, how many teams that is, and with Piojo not giving <clears throat> youth a chance. So that's the criticism. How do you expect this guy to come out and get rid of and have a lead a generational change for 2026? When even when he was a club coach, he was not good at it. No, Alpo. So I, I, I will agree with. Uh, and again, I don't think I don't think uh, Hoel and, and, and Ron are, are wrong. Also, but I, I you know, I do recall the uh, the reason that he, the, he you know, Piojo did get canned is he criticized the 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 age of the team. Now, whether whether it's it's the way uh, Tigres wanted to run run that team with the older squad or, or whether it was well, him, they have that, they that have one of the. Go ahead, Lord. Oh no, just just adding to what you're saying. With Tigres, yeah. they have one of the highest payrolls, mm -hmm. um, and and so at the same time, he's not going to have that that say over. Just he's going to bench a couple of these dudes that are earning in the millions. They're not paying some dude, and and I know people have always criticized his a lot of when he goes after players because he'll go after like players that seem pretty average. You know, if if you see like his purchases, he. He uh, rarely goes for the bombazo, and I think that's also been one of the one of the points in his favor mm -hmm. with this national team, where it's like there's not that many players right now that you can say are, you know, like that. At one point, Jimenez. At another point, you had um, Rafa Marquez or player like that. That's to that extent. Maybe Chucky, but but not even. Uh, he's always injured, so but uh, um. I think we have like a pretty average squad. I don't mean it in a bad way, but I think they see him as someone that could 
they could get the most out of them. Um, Pastor said earlier how the team he had was very talented. Well, that same talented team was choking during the hexagonal. And you could blame the coach all you want, but you go watch some of the some of the games, and that's the players like doing some shit passes. I, I don't think Chepo said get to the corner and then send the ball to the rafters. You know, um, and, and it got it was so bad with these guys that they was even. They were well, let's about not go back to Chepo. I think he lost the, the locker room. Oh, but... Hoyle, the whole the, the whole piojo in Tigres. Like, did you ever watch the movie The Damned United? I haven't. Oh, that's a great movie. It's it's basically it's about uh, the it's about Brian Clough, right? Who who's uh, an English manager back in the you know sixties and seventies. He he um, he's the one that won the, the the Champions League with Nottingham Forest, okay? Back uh, back in the in the in the seventies and eighties, right? Well, he he took he took he takes over Leeds United, who basically uh, and they were coached by uh, Don Revy, right? And it was basically he 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 was like a Tuca Ferretti. He was just an institution at Leeds. So basically, Brian Clough goes in and goes in there, and he tries to set his way, and it just goes piss poor. I mean, he he he. he I don't think he even lasted two months. At, at the, uh, with the with the team, right? Because he yeah. criticized he criticized you know Brian Clough criticized Don Revie's championships, his titles, his players, and stuff like that. So obviously, when he <laughs> went in there, boom, they just just did not want him. In a way, I kind of feel that 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 was going to happen to uh, uh, to 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 Piojo Herrera at the Tigres because because people still I mean they're, they they they're fresh in their minds with Tuca. And all those titles that they won, you know, in in the in the in the in the twenty tens, you know. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I personally wouldn't have taken the job, but but any manager that's going to take it, I think, is going to have issues because everybody's always going to go back to Tuca, to Tuca, Tuca, you know. But Bjorko's right, man. That team is old now. They, they, that team they, is a title contender right now under a different coach. But I don't see them. I don't see Tigres right now being able to do what Tuca did for as long as he did. Okay, but that's that's not the point. The point is that right now, from what we've seen up to this moment in the tournament, Tigres is a contender to the title. Now, three if they games, go and fall off the next six games and lose six games in a row, well, then the narrative changes. But from what we've seen on the field, Tigres is a contender for the title and is basically the same roster Piojo had and now you have someone who's considered to be more tactically knowledgeable has turned the team around. Three games is too early. It's way too early to tell. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Up to what we've well, seen now, he has the same roster Piojo had, and he has them playing a lot better, and they look like a title contender. No, I get that. I get that. But like but I said... A mí me gustan los frijoles y el arroz, and I didn't get any of those names that were mentioned earlier. But my question here is, El Piojo, has he learned his lessons? Because every single time that he got fired was because of his temper and everything else that he did outside of the field. El fregadazo que le, que le metió a Martonelli, here, se lo mereció Martonelli, 100%. 
pero it cost him his job. La jalada de greña que le metió en, um, en la Nations League, no, Nations uh, Champions, la pinche con Kakak, le costó el trabajo. Dijen, diciendo que los jugadores se le hicieron viejos, le costó el trabajo. ¿Cuántos juegos se pasó en el balco por tarjetas rojas? So the question is, has he learned his lesson? Has Piojo gotten into the good graces no, to be the I, Mexican I think that's coach what, again? No, but I, it's funny. The, the, the irony is what, what they hate about him is probably what they love about him the most. And that's yeah, that fire. But it's also what Almeida gives us. It's also what Almeida gives us. And yeah. aquí está la otra pregunta. ¿Necesitamos un técnico o necesitamos un formador? Because I'm not even looking at 2026. I'm looking at 2030. Because we need a generational change. You, you don't need, so you don't need a formador for selection. Yeah, That's not, the national That's team is not to form that, players. That's yeah. another talking point from the media where they, and, and it they is, pushed it, it so like hard. They, they, they pushed it so hard. The, the club has to send the player to Europe so they could be ready for the national team. And the national team has to form players. That's, that's not really how it works. Because national team is for the best players available. If, if the team doesn't, if there's not that many good players, then that has more to do with the league than with the national team is not forming their own, you know, unless they end up doing like their own academy. And and that is true, but unfortunately, <laughs> our league is not doing that. But it's been treated as a You literally have players that are on the bench being brought up to the national team so they can get minutes. Let's talk about Linus. Let's talk about Marcelo. What do we want from them? Formadores or jugadores? Because neither of them are getting playtime. Pero aquí se la estamos mamando todos los días. And uh, is Linus going back to Mexico? Tigres. They're saying Tigres. Those are the words. Pathetic. Hey, they're, they're, they're getting younger, man. Why is it pathetic? Wait, why is it pathetic? The, the dude just couldn't hack it. Uh, you could say bad luck, or or you could say he's just not good enough. He but has a, a, he has a European league? passport now. I think because the teams aren't offering for him. What is he you go do, back you to know? Betis, you roll up your sleeves, and you you butt fuck your way to the starting eleven. Like I don't understand how hard that is to do. You go in, you well, show up early, you leave late, you do everything in your power to to make yourself the obvious candidate. Players' careers are short, though. He should, he, should have never, he should have never left in the first place. Yeah, could have, should have, would have. He, he made the wrong decision going to Betis over Ajax, but at the same time, yeah. he's like he's just he's just letting uh, whatever coach just put him to the side. But you can go in training and ball out, dude. You're telling me. You you can't win somebody over if you ball out every single day. Exactly. You, you never know, man. Contract. You 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 can, but if <clears throat> if the coach already doesn't have you in your plans, I mean, you're 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 dead in the you're dead in the water. I mean, what? Yeah, I would agree that oh maybe it was a coach thing, but then he went to Braga and didn't do a, a fucking thing. <laughs> so if like it's like. I don't know, man. You have to look at the common denominator, and that's Linus, and maybe he's just not putting in the effort. Hey, Pollo Briseño had a better career in Europe than Linus. <laughs> I think players like Linus, about... majority of, like, Euro coaches don't really like him. He's, like, the type... Uh, don't don't crucify me here, but uh, I'm going to compare him to, like, Riquelme, 
who didn't even want him in, in Barca, right? He ended up doing good in Villarreal, but he's kind of that type of player where a, a lot of the, some of these Euro teams, they don't, they don't really want that type of player no more. Bingo. They want, more, know more, they want more of the workhorse, taller, stronger. And you know why? Because Lainez plays better when he's roaming. And that doesn't yeah. and that doesn't fit in many in many systems anymore. They don't want that roaming player anymore. I mean, yeah. that, that 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 was the that was his magic when he played with you know in America and when he played with the, you know national team youth teams. When you had when you had basically Linus fixed in a role, mm -mm. but when he was roaming and he was able to think and create, that's when he was most dangerous. I, I just honestly I, I think he needs to go to a club and I think he needs a better you know I think he needs to really do some soul searching. And 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 uh, and do you think Tigres is that team, or is he going to be no, riding the pine there? No, no, Coca, Coca, Coca is rigid. He's he's not a he's not one of those. I, I don't see him doing well with uh, with Coca. You want him back at America? What what is it, Franz? What's that? You want him back at America? Is that where you? No, I mean I think he should. I mean I, I mean it's, what's done is done. He should have stayed. In, he should have stayed at least another year in Mexico. Uh, to consolidate himself, but what's done is done. You're in Europe. You know what? At least stay there enough time to get the damn EU passport, and and then you know. I must say, he already has. He already it. has it. Since when? I didn't. I didn't catch that he's, one. He's been there for over three oh, years me, now. Hold on, let me see. I thought he didn't have it. Oh, no, he has it. Well, well the uh, amount so of offers he was being offered wasn't wasn't anything, right? He was probably on the verge of playing in Cyprus, man. Diego Linus yeah, obtained his Spa nope. Spanish nationality. This was back in 2021. Oh shit, I didn't yeah. realize. No, you're right, because he. I mean, he they, he won in 2018. I thought I thought you had to play in Spain, or I thought you had to play in Europe a little longer to get it. I didn't realize. No, but in no, Spain, he, in Spain, if you're from Latin America, he pulled one of those. Uh, had... My grandparents are Spanish, or some bullshit, you know. Well, you could get it even <laughs> faster. You could get it faster like that, but I think if if you're from Latin America, then I think it's like two years. But you have to live there for two years. You can't leave. Nosotros llegamos en barcos. That's all he is. He had offers from Getafe. He could have had some pride, a chip on his shoulder, and say, all right, I'll say you had to get Tafe on the loan. It's not like they're going to buy me. I'm going to ball out and show Betis what they're missing out. But I'll play Betis on the second round and beat them. But no, what did he say? Oh, America wants me? Oh, America, I haven't done anything in Europe. You're the team I love, the team of my heart. Give me two million, make me the best player on your roster. Now, whether that was him, or that was his dad, or his influence, the kid has no pride. It's like Jaime said, yes, he doesn't want to well, put in the work and prove others wrong. It's, well, it's not just that pride. There's also, that's their job. So you have to keep in mind that for a lot of these guys, that's all they know how to do is play. And so they kind of sucks at it. time <laughs> to, make, to make as much money as they can and set themselves up. Not Bro, his money came from, I mean, his family came from money, dude. Makes no sense, though. Well, for you as a fan, you, you want to be entertained. So Betty's right now. He'd be making the same amount of money as him. Oh, you'd be bed. surprised. He, he might go with some bonuses or whatever. So the idea is you already have a guaranteed contract with Betis. Have some pride. Go to Getafe. Go to the other Spanish team from first division that are offering you a six-month loan. And throw that. Have Try to prove a point to Betis that you can play in the league. Prove a point to yourself. Tigres, America, they're always going to be there. He's 22 years old. And he still had a contract with Betis. 
he could end that contract on trying to prove his point in Europe two years from now, be a free agent, and Tigres will still ball out on him. He's young. Yeah, he's super anything, young. That's the point why players should leave to Europe young. Because even if you fail, Liga Mekis is willing to buy you back and pay you top money because you have that quote-unquote... They have that European safety blanket. Experience. They can always... That's, that's they, not always the case. They that's can always come always back to Mexico and cash out. That didn't, that didn't happen to Davila. Coming back, coming back with your, your, your tail tucked is not a good fit in Liga MX because you have, you have a press that's unforgiving and they're going to constantly use that against that player, that, that manager, that institution that hires. I feel, uh, I feel like he's another they, Aquino. He's another Aquino, man. So, it, that is that is a that is a tough tough you know I mean if you're gonna come back to Liga MX at least do it you know if you're gonna if you're gonna come back at least do it at like even you know even like you like you did you know relatively well in in in, 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 in Portugal you know I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't come back the way like this is coming back personally. That's the whole other point there. Like, you had a better career than like Ness. And I think we can agree, like Ness, quote unquote, more talented yeah. potential wise. Hey, it's not even fair to compare because his career hasn't even started yet. La so. diferencia es que la Jun tuvo los huevos de creer en sí mismo. Hey, are you guys say, you guys say the same the about, about Cardoso? What about Cardoso? He went to he, he went went Europe, he sucked ass, he. Ended up in Liga MX. He's not Mexican. I know, but still, look at the career he went on to have. Would you say the same thing? Lainez is not Cardoso, bro. In <laughs> yeah, but you, my point is you can stay in Europe and and then move around, right? I, I because think, it's I not... Think, well, I think the only difference is, is kind of what Ron said. The, 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 the media wasn't going to eat up Cardoso. No, but the, the, look, if we look at the majority of... Um, Did people even know who Cardoso uh, was before he... No, Cardoso, Cardo, it's funny if it was Cardoso, Cardoso before he even became Cardoso, he had a, he had a very like almost career threatening injury. And, yeah. and for some reason, for some reason, the scouts, uh, decided to, you know, basically told the front office, just wait him out. He's, he's, he's going to be good. And they were right, you know? Yeah. What's it look at my point in this is that, not making in Europe is not always has to do with the talent or not having levels. Sometimes you just don't adjust to living in another country or, or being away from home. So it's not for everyone. Uh, and, and, and that's and one you could... That's a very important point because, you know, the, the Spaniard, the Italian, the German, the Englishman, you know, the Frenchman, they don't need to go uh, abroad. They're, 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 I, there's a there's a clip I think um, there's that clip of that Uruguayan player that played for Pumas, where he's basically saying that the Mexican player, the Mexican player, has ha, is blessed because unlike us, and he was referring to South Americans and Uruguayans that you know we don't have the luxury of you know being able to play in our country, you know walking our kids to school, you know being with your friends and, and friends and family. And he's like we're and he's like. You say about the Mexicans, you know, don't have a strong mentality. It's like, what? Where do they really? Where are they really? Do they need to go? And, and in fact, let me let me try to find that that uh, that clip, and I'll post it so you guys can see. It. But the guy was the guy was spot on. That you know, 
I don't personally see Europe as the end-all be-all, you know? Because like I said, Hermosillo, he didn't do well in Europe. Doesn't mean he's not, he wasn't a good player, you know? And before, and, I, and, I, and I've told you this before, that I didn't need Pardo to go to the Bundesliga to validate him that he was a good player. I knew that beforehand. I knew that back in 98 and 97 and 99, you know? So it's it's like for Pardo to go to, to, to Europe and do well in the Bundesliga, oh my God, now he's good. I, I, that's a crock of shit, you know? You no, never needed the validation. At the same time, though, the game has changed. It's not the 90s anymore. And I don't think Liga Mekis is as, is as competitive as it used to be. No, you're right. And because we don't have a measure, we don't have a way to measure ourselves. Uh, Nations League ain't it. Gold Cup ain't it. The only way you can, you, the only way you could tell, was it was basically the uh, the, the, the South American uh, tournament. Libertadores and Copa Sudamericana, yeah. And, and Copa America. That's the that th those are the only uh, exams that you that that were valid. You know. Because you knew where you were at, you knew where the league stand, you know, was was up against with other, you know, formidable teams. You knew how the both the national team and the league. Yep. So you asked me, it's just another Cordoba. Cordoba couldn't handle the beef he had going at America, so he ran up Piojo's arms. He couldn't make a breakthrough <laughs> move either. And Lightness and him are gonna be the same thing. They're gonna be sharing the same bunk and everything. <laughs> <laughs> too negative, man. They need each other. <laughs> it's not. It's not. That's why as fans, it's it's we can be very overly demanding, and it's yeah. like stuff. Yeah. We, we even Fuck do all it. that, man. We won't even do that. Our mentality is so yeah, weak, no, dude. Demanding. You said different country. He went to Spain, where they speak Spanish. Guardado just came out today. He says that he's Mexican, but he feels Spanish. Come on. It's not like he went <laughs> Dude, Guardado has language. lived in Spain for more than he's lived in Mexico, probably, at this point. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not the He left at what, 17? How old he was he? He went to a country where they speak his language, man. It's not, dude. It's not the same, man. I, I'm telling you, I travel with groups of friends, and you, some of them, it, you kind of see how they change, and... and You'll be in another country for three days, and you're like, "Who is this dude?" Some people just crack, man. When you're in a whole different environment, I, yes, it's the same language, but there's still a lot of differences. You basically uh, assimilate to the culture. Some people can, some people can. I'm telling you, some people need to be close to their family. Some people need that closeness to their family and friends. And, and that's true. And I, and I told you that you guys that know me personally, you guys know this. My dad spent the last, you know, you know, he's retired now, but the, he spent the last, what, 25, 30 years living overseas. You name it, China, France, you know, Chile, Peru, you know, you name it, he was there. And one of the things that he could never get, you know, get past was he just loved Mexican food too much. He, he oh, hated the So he hated the other cuisines that much that he would, you know, when he would travel, because he would come, you know, he would come back, you know, every, every, you know, depending on the project, every two weeks or every, every month, he would just stock up on, you know, you know, like, you know, um, for, to make masas and stuff like that. And it's just, dad, come on. He's like, you're telling me you don't like the food over there? No, it sucks. No, it sucks. <laughs> had, you know, I had seen some, I was, they're talking about the Brazilian team and some of the problems they had early on. 
and they said that they they ended up having to take their own chef to yeah. make like to make and not even Brazilian food, but kind of like Brazilian, kind of like the street food because yeah. a lot of these dudes were like from favelas and they eat like feijoada or some some plate that that they like. And so they took someone just so that keep these dudes happy, man. And, and this is for. I remember in in Germany twenty uh, in in '06 Germany. I remember going to games, and you would see a lot of paisas get basically detained to the side because they brought in their little salsa bottles, you know. Because you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've told you that story before. You know, like this one guy was almost basically in tears because they were taking his damn uh, his little his little bottle of salsa. Because honestly, the food's not that good over there. But bro, we'd be smuggling in some cheese, man. We have a whole but duffel bag dedicated to cheese, bro. Yeah. Every time we go, <laughs> friends, a guy that takes tortillas to the Korean barbecue. <laughs> I don't, I don't believe in that bullshit, dude. If I'm gonna go to a restaurant, I'm not gonna cook. Cause if I cook, I'm not gonna pay. Yeah, those guys always rag on me because I always go to the Korean barbecues. The last thing after a, a hard day of work is is going to a restaurant and then telling you, oh, you got to cook your own food. Fuck that, dude. I'm not going to pay then. <laughs> so it sounds like, like Nesta being pendejo, all that money, he can get himself a Mexican nanny to go over there with him. I also, I, I also have to wonder how much of, like, uh, you know, maybe his own dad is in his in his way. How much of an influence is that, you know, when you have a a, yeah, fa that, a, fa that, a father that's kind of like cock blocking you in a way? But that was with Gio. Uh, his dad was always there, like with, with the negotiations and whatnot. Like, I don't know, bro. I that, feel like that the, the double edged I mean, that could be a double edged sword. The Mexican is too coddled, bro. They got to take their whole family and their grandma when they go to Europe. It's like, dude, like, be hey, a man. You'll be, dude, you'll be surprised. A, a lot of South Americans do that. You, you'll be surprised, right? Especially with the new rule when they did the whole, when they changed for the under 18. Uh, so your parents had, one of your parents at least, had to go to Europe. They, they, it wasn't no more. You couldn't just go as a youth. Just take your significant well, other and, and start a new new life, bro. You don't, hey, you know? Family, no family doesn't change the fact his career in Europe is a bust. For the benefit of Mexico, hopefully he turns it around at Tigres and but, maybe but get why, a second chance. Why? Why? But like, who cares if it was a bust? I'm saying, like, why make a big stink about it? Like, who you don't, gives a shit? You don't have to make a dig. He, he just happens to be the flavor of the week. You as a Mexico fan should should wish that he would have had a great career and he was killing it in Europe right now. I know. I don't need to. That was considered to be one of Mexico's most promising players. It look, you, it's it's uh them if you do, them if you don't. He, he could have the bomb ass career and then not do anything in the selection. You guys would still be busting his nuts. Same with Hugo, the big criticism. I think he didn't do anything with the national team. This is and he had the best career of everyone in Europe. Yeah, but the national team, regardless of anything, the national team will most likely continue to be booty. But at least with Hugo Sanchez, you get hyped watching him on the weekend score with Madrid. Just how you See, get you hyped go. watching Chicharito score with United. It was just a great feeling watching a Mexican abroad kill yeah, him. Yeah, Raul so before Sideshow Bob killed him. With, even if he yeah, didn't do the national team, it's going to be nice to watch him scoring goals 
and Betis versus Madrid, Barcelona. You know, like Carlos Bella, when he was at Real Sociedad, he wasn't at Madrid. He wasn't at Barca. But he and Griezmann were tearing up the league. He was voted third best player, foreign player behind Messi and Cristiano. And yeah, he didn't give a selection the World Cup. He didn't do nothing out of the ordinary with the national team. But you as a fan still enjoy watching a Mexican be successful yeah, abroad. I, so I, I enjoy I don't understand how you can say who gives a shit that it was a bust. Well, I mean, be, because we're we're like I think we're sort me, of like putting putting put our in a bust, you know. It's just, well, we're, <laughs> I'm sorry, go on. He's he's not the only one, and he, and he won't oh. be the last. He won't be the last one. This is either, you know. This is the big problem, right? The big problem is number one, we just don't export enough players. So the ones that we do carry way too much importance and and way too much like, I guess pressure, right? It's like any player that we send abroad, like it, it just takes on way too much pressure, and it shouldn't be that way. We should be sending them mm. by the by the by the bucket load, bro, and 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 we're not doing it. So the very yeah. the very few that that go out there and 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 aren't successful like if you look at like Brazil or Argentina bro you probably couldn't keep up with the amount of like players abroad they have and and, and the players that don't make it and exactly like they don't they don't have time to to focus on them cuz there's too many that are doing a great job and it's just like we we just don't have those kind of numbers so well, no, just just really quick for me it, it's like I'm not going to I'm not gonna like uh, rag on the player. I I think his livelihood will come first, and then I I, I if he can entertain me, cool. But if not, I'm not gonna be mad at him because he chose what is best for for him. So it's, it, it might not be, you know, I, like again, these guys' careers can end. But it does merit criticism they because they are professionals. What, 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 you what can wish and still say that his career so far is a bust. With as far as Europe, just yeah. in Europe, his career in Mexico. What? His career, his career in Mexico was good, and and yeah. and, and no, he said, still yet to Europe be determined. Bust in Mexico. Yeah. No, he, yeah. he got Mexican yeah. in Mexico. Yeah, but you no. can support him and hope that he does well, Tigres, and turns his career around, and still accept that it was a bust. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but there, I'm not arguing that it wasn't, but I'm just saying I'm not going to dwell on that. Not gonna dwell on that fact because it's a lot of times it's even luck. We could see um, with Raúl Jiménez, if he would have gone straight to Atlético, and then he wouldn't have not made it, probably had another agent, would have been back at Tigres after six months. He had a really good agent, ended up going to to Wolves and had that great, you know, great stint with them, and that some of that was just having the right, the right people around him. You don't always get that. Um, like Davila, I mentioned Davila earlier, got bought by Chelsea. They sent him to second division. I forgot the team. He, he played really good. Then they sent him to another team. They bounced him around so much. And then he comes back and he couldn't even, he couldn't hack it in Liga MX. I think he's in New Zealand right now. I don't know where he ended up. Australia, somewhere over there. I think it was Australia. So, I mean, I don't think he, like, enjoys that career where you're just globetrotting. Dude, Gulli has a job still. (laughs) How? 
I think Gulu is being used for money laundering. Going to Saudi Arabia, bro. He's being used for money laundering. I swear. He, is he really going to play in the same league as, as Ronaldo? Oh no, my. no, he's in he's in the Qatari league. <laughs> Wait, who's in the Qatari cool. league? Gulu. Oh my no, god. No, the Emirates. He's in the Emirates. Yeah, we're the Qatari league, right? Because there's Saudi Arabia, and then there's the Qatari league. Wait, yeah, no, no, Qatar no, no. has their own league? Gulli Peña is playing in the, uh, in the Emirates, not Qatar. I'm pretty sure. I'll, I'll look it up. I mean, I'll look it up right now. Somebody no sooner look. does he arrive in the United Arab Emirates. Yep. But what's the I league I mean, called? it's the best way to keep him sober, right? Why not? <laughs> it's, it's like a torture, dude. It's torture for him. <laughs> But, like, no joke, whatever you balls out, like, he's dry and he's like I the he... best form he's been. <laughs> he can be, dude. He has that talent. But, like, you guys remember him, like, with, like, in, in Leon? Fucking when he was playing in South America, not America, when they were playing Copa Libertadores, and Leon said, Todo para la Copa Libertadores. And they got out and they came back and they kicked ass in Mexico and they won it. Like, and Guli was a big part of that. Yeah, just undisciplined. That's crazy that he's on this team. Oh, there's another Mexican on that team by the name of <clears throat> Hugo de Oliveira. Hmm. So he won't be alone. That is crazy, though. Uh, we haven't talked about Liga Mekis. Uh, Toluca beat Chivas. Is, is Paleta Esqueda still playing in uh, India? I have no idea. I had high hopes for that kid, man. <laughs> Funny how you got that nickname. Cotomo Blanco basically said that if he wasn't playing football, he'd be selling Paletas on the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Chivas had their home match of the season. They brought out this giant horn and brought back Bofo, only for them to lose 2-1 to Toluca. And it's back to obscurity, guys. It's it's back to realism for Chivas. It only took three matches. Uh, we're at the eighth in the league. And uh, you have teams like Tigres who are still at the top undefeated. They did tie to Cholos. And we actually had some action today. Atlas and Santos tied 2-2. I know it's too early to call things, but uh, so far, who do you guys like? I think I have to give credit to uh, to Pastor here. He had been pumping Pumas. Yeah, they had a four-one victory over Leon. Juan Dineno. I don't know. Pumas is crazy, bro. They have like these crazy extreme like runs. Dude, the fans didn't even want the coach, and now they're they're playing some of the best. Pachuca, though, haven't taken their foot off the gas. I think they have a chance of repeating, to be honest. I And, and I do wonder what's going to happen if Armada does take the job. Like, will he still be able to coach Pachuca, or will he have to leave? Like, what's the what's the protocol here? It's, it's a full-time job for him. If, if he goes to the national team, he's, he's not going to coach Pachuca. So the word around the horn that's being said is that they want for him to end the, the torneo, and then he can go. 
but Federación is hot for somebody right now. So what I've heard, right, I, I listen to a lot of stuff and read a lot, is that they tapped Jimmy for Interim, and he was like, nah, fuck that noise. Who? Everything or nothing. Who for Interim? Uh, Jimmy Lozano. That's oh, who, Jimmy. Who, who, who petitioned Jimmy for it? That's so dumb. Like, what? As an interim, exactly. So he was like, "No, put respect on my name, isn't everything he, or nothing." Isn't he still coaching? I don't think so. He got fired last season, and he hasn't been rehired. I thought he yeah, was he never job. Mm-hmm. Oh damn. Yeah, because yeah, Lini uh, has Nic yeah, Nic Nic Nicaxa, uh, yeah. Which who? It's not even yet started. About the Sobade Concha que le dieron a Cruz Azul last week. <laughs> like that was. Hey, but you know the thing mad. though. I mean, I think Jimmy needs to calm down and chill out because he got fired from Necaxa and then he was closed with Pumas and they went with Rafa Puente who hasn't had a job in the longest. So if you lost... A you don't even have to look at his Rafa club Puente. career. You have to look at what he's done at the youth level with the national team and I mean, they got the bronze in the Olympics but at the same time they were eliminated from uh, what was it? The uh, What were they eliminated from? It was just like they didn't even qualify to the next they Olympics. They didn't qualify to the Olympics. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm just saying if I get fired from Nakaxa, I lose a Pumas job to Rafa Puente Jr., who no one takes serious. They seem like the same level as Leaño. And they offer me the <laughs> national team, even if it's just for three games, just for a short stint. I'm going to take it. I'm going to try to have that team play the best possible so some club will come and give me a chance. I'm going to look at a chance to secure another job in the future. Yeah. At the same time, though, it's like you want the job permanently, and they're, you know, it's kind of like an insult for them to just like dangle it in front of you. I don't know. I mean, you're looking at the, the other guy you're competing against has taken his team to back to back finals and won one of them. I have a question, guys. What are we going to do without now that Zendejas and, and Brandon Vasquez have, have played for the U.S. national team? How are we going to live? How are we, how are we going to be able to continue? As, as a country now that they have chosen the United States. Oh, Let hold them. me. Who are those? <laughs> Who are they? Zendejas plays for America. Braden Vasquez was rumored with Chivas twice. But uh, Pelaz didn't want to pay the money. And then they offered $7 million. I know, but like Mexican soccer right now is in a recession. When we're not in a recession... Where we're not in terrible form, do you even see those guys being part of a A team? No, yeah. I mean, are we literally losing on something crazy. No, they're regular average players. No, we talked about that. I think it was last week where where there hasn't been any any uh, Chicano that 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 went to the uh, U.S. national team, and we live to regret it. I would have liked to see Brandon Vasquez, just because we don't really have that many strikers right now. And he's a, he's a big boy. He's 6'2". So it would have been interesting just to see him. But at the same time, yeah, they ended up losing to Serbia. Do you know who they, who's their coach? Isn't it still Burhalter? No. They had somebody. Uh, I can't remember who it was, but somebody else was taking over the oh. like a friend of your just, no, it just his contract was over. It just it wasn't yeah. extended. Anthony Hudson, whoever the fuck that is, booted by a soccer mom, dude. 
<laughs> By a Karen dog. Damn, I, I thought he did a good job. Uh, I think, and it's funny because I, I thought the U.S. fans they remind me of Mexicans. <laughs> they team their team, and they think they could do better, and they putting it all on the coach. Not, and it's kind of like I, I was like, where, where have I seen this before? <laughs> but, but I think like with him, they. Um, what do you mean? They actually hit all the, you know, all the goals they they needed, qualify again, and to win some tournaments, and he got the three wins over Max. Um, <clears throat> so it kind of, you know, it's, it's kind of like a trip to see how he, how how things have changed for them, for and even for their fans, because before that, those three wins would have had him in Hall of Fame. Yeah, no, I uh, I wanted to go back to Jimmy Lozano's interim. I I don't want to get into the whole interim thing again because again, it's all it ends up being a bunch of drama, right? Like, okay, say uh, say it was Almada, Jimmy Lozano coached three games, and then Almada can take over, and guess what? It's time to play the Gold Cup. All of a sudden, you're hearing this: Oh, está obligado de ganar, right? And he hasn't had a chance to freaking work with the team. At the end of the day, whoever they hire needs to take over the job immediately, right? Start working, scouting the players, who, seeing who he's going to add to his base, right? Who, there's, who there's, there's waiting? There's a Nations League game. What's that? Uh, there's a Nations League game, I think, coming up against Jamaica, I think, in March. Yep. When they, last time they did interim, when they put so, Chucho, and he coached, but, like, three games. Who, yeah. who was the coach that was on the sidelines waiting, dude? I can't remember. That's where they had that cooking Spain, they had. I wouldn't say it's a bad thing, him uh, waiting for Almada to finish the tournament, because you say you got to be scouting players. It's not like there's many players outside of Mexico to scout. And two, if you're coaching actively in Liga Mekis every weekend, you're seeing other teams on the field. And his team, been working there like for years, Tigres, though. He has like eight Mexicans starting. And there's nothing coming up in these first six months with Selección that's imperative. Nah, they're hoping it's when, when, when the, when Bro, There's nothing coming up with Selección in the next four years that it's imperative. Like, I know, I know. Time. But, can but I mean, if he's your ideal it. guy, I mean, what does it matter if he takes over in May? Well, like, what is he going to change so dramatically in the next four months to so set him up for huge success? I mean, it's the the game is about moment. Can stand in mejor momento. Like well, here, if the a... players are in mejor momento right now, majority of them might not even be around in twenty twenty six. Like as far as the older ones. When when, when the league and and just, just soccer in general in Mexico is played with the optics of conflicts of interest, Almeida should not, should not even be around the club scene anymore. If you're gonna hire him, hire him. And let him be just the national team manager because this whole jumping back and forth between club, you know, because now now you're going to give the press the ammunition to criticize. Is he playing favoritism to Grupo Pachuca? Is he playing favoritism? You know, he says, no, he just needs to dedicate. It's just because sometimes optics matter, you know? So I agree. I get it. You know, there's, I think Mexico, Mexico, yeah, I'm looking at it now. Mexico has a comp, they have a game. I think uh, it was in Jamaica Nations League in March. 
just just get them get them on board and uh get them on board and and, and just start working with the national team well and also ron Im imagine if uh if he coaches the season ends up like eighth on uh, on the table the type of criticism you take yeah. for that yeah that's another point that is that's another point you know uh I mean, that was one of the criticisms back in 20, in 03, 02, 03 with, you know, La Volpe and because, you know, the, in retrospect, he should have just forgotten about the Luca, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, honestly, I think Piojo is going to be the coach, whether I liked it or not. Nah, don't put that on the though. universe, dog. Don't do that to nah, me. I mean, <laughs> I mean it's, it's all up there. Like, look at the guy they put as director of the the national teams I can't I can't even remember how to pronounce his name but he did terrible at Querétaro he did terrible at Pumas and now you put him as the director of the national team and then the guy who was there before him Mordiales now they've made him take a step down so ideally that's one of the guys who has a big influence on the coach and it just seems to the people making the yeah, decisions behind the scenes. It just seems like, you know, they already have their people lined up. It doesn't seem like a serious project. It looks like it's, you know, politics. I think it's a serious project. They just don't take those positions as serious. They're sort of like, what? what you know, you say it's serious, but they don't take it serious. <laughs> the project is serious, but then it's like, it, it's sort of like, like, uh, you know, the, the dude behind the curtain, right? So we're not really seeing the the main movers and shakers, you're seeing some of these other dudes that are in the forefront. Mm. And a lot of times they're not really, they're not really making the, they're, not. the moves. they're, they're just announcing them. You know what I mean? So it, it's like they could put whoever as president of selecciones, but the main people already, already have a, the, the, the manager selected. So this guy's just going to announce him, but he's not really going to be the one selecting him. Yeah, that's why it's not a serious project then. Because on the opposite end, you could put someone like Bielsa, who as like the director of that, and he is going to have an influence. He's not just there to be face and just make the announcement and make it look pretty. No, he actually has an influence, and it's a whole project that he's actually a part of. So that's why I mean it's not a serious project because they're putting in people that are willing to bend over and just be the face. But, you know, Televisa and whoever else is making all the decisions and here announce it. Oh, yeah. That's just so how it is in and, and actually, that kind of brings up something, uh, guys, and that's uh, on our on our chat. I, I posted a video. It was an interview with Almada, with uh, Hercules Gomez, and I can't remember the other guy's name, right? And it, it it talks about how he had met with uh, 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 what's his name, uh, who's what's the name of the guy, the head of uh, Pachuca, Jesus Martinez, Jesus Martinez, and and somebody else, and and when he had talked about, he had asked uh, Almada had asked about Bielsa, and, and I guess supposedly uh, Jesus uh, Jesus had said something about how Bielsa. They wanted to interview him for a um, uh, director deportivo position instead of coach. So I don't know how much of that is true, but it's it's on that interview on on the in the chat. Oh, I need, to, I, I need to see it. I yeah, need to see it. 
if, if, if I can go back to it, I can put it on the, the little chat here so everybody else will see. I'll tell you guys why I'm not like worried because it's it's basically when you see the commission and they put like Chivas and 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 you have Santos and and Tijuana and yeah, it looks like a, you know, it, it just doesn't seem very motivating. But Santos is really group or leggy, and then you have America. So we really can't deny those two teams have been doing they've been doing things good with their clubs. So, like, especially even with youth, if you want to see how much youth America has debuted and even sent abroad, same with Grupo Pachuca, with, I mean, Grupo, Grupo Legi with Santos. So if you worry about youth, I'm pretty sure they, they have that one down. Um, and then, <coughs> as far as selección, I, I just, I don't think they could really, like, screw it up too much. I, I think we just... We just blow over proportion some of the stuff that happened, like missing out on the Olympics. It's a game that came down to penalty kicks. You know, it's, it's not like Max win and they were embarrassed on the field or they were getting washed. But Joel, Joel, they dominated Joel, all their games. And... Joel, yeah. It, it, it is in a huge crisis. Forget, forget, forget going out, you know, three now. Forget that. Just to, look, just everything from top to bottom, you're missing out, not qualifying to tournaments, Olympics, the under 20s, the under 17s. Those, those two, wait, those two were, were the same. Let's keep but, that in mind. They were, they were like, like a double, double package deal. Now, David, I, I understand that in the grand scheme of things, these, the, the Gold Cup and the Nations League is just a bullshit tournament, but still. You, you know, when you lose to the U.S., you give the press so much goddamn ammunition to use against you, okay? And, th and then not to mention, boom, you know, you know we, we used to think, well, not think, we, we knew the reason that Mexico was basically getting the shaft, you know, uh, not being able to participate in, 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 in Copa America and Copa South Americana is because Jack Warner and Chuck Blazer basically made it impossible, you know, for basically two decades, finally able to get rid of those 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 assholes, and then mm -hmm. next thing you know, you're basically bending the knee to 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 the to to, to fucking Canada, and, and and the U.S. I mean, really, you're fucking you're bending the knee, and you're basically giving you're giving you know uh, preference to bullshit tournaments like League Cup and Campeones Cup and and, and 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 Nations League and all that type of stuff. No, dude. You had you had the goddamn obstacles out of the way. You got Blazer out of there. You got uh, Warner out of there. It should be Copa America and it should be Copa Libertadores, and that's it. End the discussion. That's the only way you're you're able to basically gauge where the hell you stand in in world soccer and in international soccer. The money's too good, though, man. Yeah, there you go. No, you chose money. but no, no, no. But the money could be better going back to South America because remember. The, the stock the stock of Mexican soccer went uh, there was a term, there was an article in La jornada that I posted years ago okay basically when Mexico basically started participating in Copa America and Copa Libertadores in 93 98 then the amount of money that started that started rolling into soccer was just it went through the roof and even remember even uh, what's his name um, what's his name Santander Grupo Santander they even flat out said it. The only reason we decided to even sponsor 
the Copa uh, the the Copa Libertadores was because of the Mexican Mexican market. Yeah. The Mexican fan. But don't you think they're make generating more money here in the states with all the Molero Molero tournaments yes. and? Yes, you I remember, do. You, you remember how much they? You remember like Fox Sports, like their interliga uh, games yeah. used to be some of their their highest, you know, uh, their highest, uh, uh, yeah, viewers, yeah. like the ratings. But they those it, were done in the states. People, no, it doesn't matter. The, the, the Mexicans in Mexico, the Mexican Americans in the U.S., they would much rather see uh, Mexico play or, or Mexican teams play against River play. No, of Boca course they Junior, are. Santos. But I, I don't know. I don't know if Comebol can compete with the kind of money that the U.S. can make us. No, they can't. They can't yeah, but broke. it doesn't have to be one or the other. You can do both. I mean, I don't think you can do both like, because they're trying to grow no, the league can't. here. Exactly. It, it's like what Tata said. It's like I mean, he came out and said in his last. You interview. You can't. You can't. You can't like. Um, you can't have your cake and eat it too, right? Yeah. That was the big that was like... the reason why why we're hosting the World Cup in, in 2026 is because yeah. we agreed that we were gonna try and, and get these guys back to like get on our level, right? Help develop Canada and the United States. Like that was part of like the pitch to FIFA as to like why they were why the World Cup was gonna come this way. And you can't do that it's... and then go like, oh, we're gonna make a side deal with Comebol, <laughs> by the way. We, we yeah, were going to well, say you the scrub teams. You had, no, but it was different in the past. And you had yep. But we weren't, in, America, we weren't trying to get into a World thing. Cup host. It's different you now. Superliga. You also had that whole Superliga thing. You can't I know, do and both. It, it, I don't remember who said it, but someone said that. And it was a directivo. He said that in, when they play a game in the U.S., that they make seven times the money than they would if they hosted in Mexico. Okay, great. Let's not act like the Federacion is bleeding for money. They have so much money, and they're making so much money that they could afford to take a clearly not enough loss here and there, and have more tournaments out abroad. Whether you, it's playing in South America or wherever <laughs> the case, and they it, were it's able easy to, to say that when it's not our money. And a bunch of BS tournaments with the MLS, and still do Libertadores and everything. They can find a way. But it's like Tata came out and said in that interview, it's all emphasis on business and very low emphasis on the Look, man, we're not going to. He said, I got paid of that. He's like, because of that emphasis on the money, I got paid of it and I took advantage of it. But at the same time, they got to bring up the Deportivo stuff Dude, up too. They don't care about our performances, man. All they care yeah. about is how much money we can make them. And unfortunately, no, and I know that, and, and I agree. Un but unfortunately, we can't say that the the World Cup, both. we already qualified for the next World Cup, so they can continue to fuck off for the next four years. <laughs> like, like I don't think you understand understand like how bad this is. Like, the only way we're gonna have a wake up call and they might do something about this is if we don't qualify to the World Cup, and that's not gonna happen for, until eight years from now. That that won't even be a possibility. So. This this train wreck is gonna continue for the next four years, man. This is gonna be crazy train. They're dude. they're literally tr gonna try and 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 gauge gouge as much money and generate as much money as they can for the next four years with all these bullshit tournaments with Canada and United States. Like this is gonna continue, bro. They're gonna try and milk this for as much as they can, and they're not gonna care about the end result and and how Mexico performs and if they're gonna lose all their titles to so you dude they don't care about any of that all they care about right, well, is now you guys are confusing me because i said it wasn't a serious project 
And y'all said it was. Now you're saying it's not. I said. Well, I said. I, I want to bring up this point. If we're talking money, there's some interesting things that happen with money and revolving Copa Libertadores and all that fun stuff. Just recently, Paramount Plus secured the broadcasting rights within the U.S. for a huge amount. It was like, hold on. For Libertadores? For Libertadores. No. Yes. It's, it's not going to be yes, on Fox Copa anymore? Libertadores. Nope, it is going to be, it is Paramount recently secured it. Wow. 2023 to 2026 for $1.14 billion. No one's going to watch that shit. Oh, bro, I'm watching it. I watched <laughs> the uh, Argentinian League on Paramount. Oh. So, es que llegaron en barco, you know. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, the other thing is their advertising package is up for sale in, I believe, either 2025 or 2026 is around there. And that is typically when Mexican advertisers can start bidding in. And that is when we might get a lead way in. Talks, gentlemen. As we all know, we just spent quite a bit of time talking about it. So that is when we might have our best chance of seeing our way back in. I doubt it, man. We have to come back. There's no other way. <laughs> All that we ever talk about is coming back. Right? Like, let's. I wanted to talk about this today. Hey, the League's Cup, the schedules are out. Are you excited for a Chivas Cincinnati? A America who. I'll, I'll tell you who, no, who is excited. I'll tell you who's, who is excited. All the Mexicans that live in those cities, those people are excited. Yep. Yes. It's their opportunity to see their team play. And and where and where they would never who the fuck like Chivas don't go to Cincinnati, bro. <laughs> There's no market there. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna go watch the Sounders Monterrey. There you go. You're <laughs> you're part of the problem. You're part of the problem. We're all part of we're all trying to pretend that we're not part of the problem, but we're so money. When talks. they when they come to the when they come to your to your city, you're like I gotta go, and I gotta thanks, go buy a jersey. Thanks for taking away Libertadores of the S. You know, you That's know, I'm, I'm gonna say this. I, I think, I think uh, they, a lot of these, because they're businessmen, the FMF, so a lot of these guys, they're businessmen, and and that's what this is. It's a business first, and then sports, because you need money to keep the clubs and all that. And, and for the most part, they lose money. Even the big clubs in Europe lose money. That's why you have all these European clubs owned by foreigners now, you know, especially in the in the bigger leagues. Um, and so, yeah, of course, of course, we we see it as greedy, but it's also a necessity because it's like, unless like, yeah, we're not gonna give a fuck. It's not our money, so we're not gonna care if if you know whatever Televisa or whoever is losing money to keep the team afloat. So yeah. It, that's why at the other side of the coin, they have to find ways to generate the most. And I do think it's a bit of a gamble that they're taking right now with, with helping promote a lot of the football here in the U.S. Because if, if it becomes, you know, if the sports blows up here, then it's going to generate a lot of money. It could easily overtake Europe, you know. Uh, and, and I know for some people in my seem like like not possible but let's let's go back before you 
you know, Europe wasn't where the best football was played. You would have South American teams continually go over there and, and defeat their best teams. Uh, even Mexicans will go over there. So it's in just more recent where Europe's become like the, you know, just the place to be. But all of that changes all the time. And we're always seeing like one, one point Serie A was the best league. And then it was La Liga and then EPL. So things are always changing. And in the possibility that football did blow up here, then you could see it changing to that point where the best football will be played over here. We already have tournaments uh, where you would see all the best Euro teams coming here to the U.S. to play. I mean, Chivas played that, what, international something cup where they played uh, Athletic Madrid and, and Porto. And, and so you would even see those teams coming over here to play. Um, and so I do think that that's a possibility for them. And that's why there's talk of having their own cup. And it could even be where it's like they could invite the best South American teams to play in the in the cup that is the you know that is being made by US and Mex. So I think that's that's the other difference is like go where something's already played or make your own. That's that's a very good point, Holly, about In the last 30 years, because you're right, it wasn't always the case that the best football was being played in Europe. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Did I lose everybody? What the hell happened? <laughs> Hold up. We're having technical difficulties. Yo, Hello? I don't know what happened. <laughs> Freaking Elon Musk must have booted us out. He didn't like what we were talking about. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, my bad, guys. Uh, not sure what happened there. Ron was on one, too, man. He was he was just about getting started, too. <laughs> um, We do have Sergio Cruz on the YouTube chat says, Blaming fans is ridiculous. I think uh, we touched a nerve there with with uh, Sergio. Wait, what did you yeah, say? We were joking. We were joking about Yo, blaming fans. You know what? I'm gonna be yelling at the Rayados player that this is why they can't play in Libertadores because you can't hack it against the Sounders. So chingas a tu madre, y todos los demás. Looks like we're getting the the squad back. I feel like it always does boil down to money, though, and why Mexico does the things that it does. Yeah, I mean, at, at oh, the man, end of the day, you know what? It, it is it, the the football team is 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 their business, and and they're gonna treat it as such. And and it, you know, it, it, it's a shame for us uh, who are fans and and look for for constant improvement. But I, I think that's just kind of the you know, what it is at the end of the day, man. Yeah, uh, we have Ron back. Yo, sorry about that, Ron. Uh, Elon Musk must have kicked us out of the life. Yeah, so what, what all did you hear? Uh, you were just getting started. Oh. Hold on, let me let me get my, my, uh, my headphones. 
Yeah, Elon Elon Musk was mad. We were crit- criticizing the uh, the playing in the in the U.S. Man. Yeah, I mean, and it's about the money, but at the same time, the inflation that has caused amongst the league, I don't understand how it doesn't like worry some of you know like the smaller teams. And I guess that's why it's, there's factions. For example, like a player going from Pachuca to Tigres. Well, he's Argentino, not him. But let's think of like a Mexican player going to like Tigres for like 10 million plus or but that player outside of Mexico that is not valued even at that price. So how so are the smaller teams not complaining, you know? It is a very interesting uh, and unique market, Liga Mekis. Yeah, I mean, the only other example I can think of is EPL. Like, you know, Harry Maguire going for, like, 80. 90 million. But no one outside of England would pay that price for him. But the reason that but EPL he's English. did. Yeah, it's because it's English and it's their league. But no one in Italy, Germany, whatever, would even pay 50 million for him. Dude, they used to call Waza the white Pele. Yeah, man, that league. Yeah. It's the, it's the most entertaining league in the world, but it's definitely not the best. I used to be a big Prem League fan. I still am. I used to think it was like the best league in the world. But I've been watching a lot more Le- uh, La Liga now that I have ESPN Plus. And yeah, I mean, you got to see Madrid lose to Madrid today. <laughs> Anyways. Are you guys Team Almada or, or Team Piojo? Like, let's settle this. We need a head count. I need. I need to know where you guys stand. I'm waiting to see if Ron got his train of thought back. What's up? Did you get your train of thought back? Yeah. No. So, yeah. So what I was the what I was basically saying that, you know, that I had I have no doubt in my mind that you know had the U.S. you know at the turn of the 19th and early 20th century you know, would have taken the, you know, would have taken the game of soccer as serious as it did, you know, the other sports. I have no doubt that, you know, either Mexico or the U.S. would, you know, or, or you know, would have been, like, this area would have had a, at least a World Cup. Because, like I said, you know, competition breeds competition. Uh, and, and I'm, like I said, I'm happy that, you know, that the game of soccer has taken off the way it has, you know, especially since, you know, you know, watching the, the, the 94 World Cup. Um, but, what I what I can't wrap my head around is that if if you're going to forego the South American tournaments and you're really going to be serious about you know forging the relationship and, and, and to a possible merger with you know with MLS meaning you know the U.S. and Canada, then I, I, I don't see how you can grow the brand and, and the product to be premier when you're clapping and patting yourself on the back, selling your best product, your best young, you know, in your prospects to basically third, fourth tier teams in Europe. You know, I, I, I can't wrap my head around that. So it's like, you're either going to, you're either all in or, or you're not. So, you know, if you if you really want to forget about the Copa Libertadores and you really want to start basically chipping away at, at the at the, uh, at, at the mystique of the Champions League and European soccer, 
you don't, you, you basically, you need to stop, you, you need to forget about them. And you need to basically work on yourself. And you, and you do that by maintaining your best product at home domestically. And you bring in talent like, like how they do it. And, 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 and that's, that's to me is what really pisses me off is that you're, they're all over the place, meaning both MLS and, and Liga MX in that respect. Do you think that there are certain players, though, that are being held back by staying in Liam Mekis and need a bigger challenge and play with the best? Obviously, it's you're not. Gonna, it. it's they're not... gonna have to. You're gonna. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to decide. Do we want to become not just a a a a, a big five, but are do you, do you really want? I mean, do you want to take the throne away from Europe? I don't you think know? that'll ever happen. It can't happen. It can't happen. No. I mean, anything in life can happen, but that's the big if. No. <laughs> the reason why is... The goal, the goal is just to take money What's away that? from Europe. What's that? It's not, taking the, it's not taking the crown away. It's taking market share away from Europe. But you That's can't. What they want. I mean, MLS has tried with, like, throwing money to lure, you know, players, like... You know, superstars, and it 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 doesn't it doesn't work. I mean, the schedule. This is the, this is a problem. Like, this is a problem when China March, does. No, that's a big one. Let, let, this is this yeah. is the problem. This is the problem when China does it. When they try to throw money at this, when the Middle East try to throw money at this, you have to consider that that they have that they don't they don't have they don't have something that we in the Americas have. We have that soccer culture, okay? Not in the states. No, even even in the states, even in the states, to a certain degree, they have they have a lot of history. You know. Have you seen they, the American just, Outlaws? That's not culture, bro. No, 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 no. But like, for example, like there's a there's a good uh, Twitter account, uh, Ted something. The guy's always talking about the uh, pro, 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 uh, promotion and relegation, but he always has little clip. He always has niche clippings. Of of, of 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 basically soccer played in the yesteryears, you know, you know teams like Rangers and Celtics coming over to the U.S. to play, you know, tournaments and stuff like that, and Madrid and even teams from Mexico and stuff like that. So he's got a really good account. But what I'm saying, but forget about the U.S. I'm talking about Mexico. I'm talking about the Americas. We have a soccer culture. Yeah, China but, doesn't. Yeah, China but doesn't. We're third Middle world East countries, doesn't. though. What's that? We're third world countries. But we have a good market share. We have a good market share, and 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 money's not gonna and money alone is not gonna be able to buy you. Uh, not gonna buy you the culture, nor nor you know the talent. Yeah, and that's the MLS. But unfortunately, the US our market share is locked. The U.S. That's has a it. dollar. It's locked within the U.S. Culture. You know, the U.S. has one of the best things. One of the one of the most fascinating things in the history of the world is is basically mass media. You know. Yeah, so, look at the I'm, mass media, how it reacted when the U.S. got knocked out by the Netherlands in the World Cup. It was just so, like, everybody, you know, when in the soccer culture, like, when your team gets knocked out of a World Cup or whatever, it, like, for society, it almost feels like a terrible hangover, a terrible, like, heartbreak. Like, just look how Argentina and everything, how they reacted, how they jumped on the team. U.S. gets knocked out by Netherlands. It was like, ah, okay, well, we'll try next time. Everyone's pretty much a casual fan. 
the culture is not there. I do agree that it like is, we, well, we, it, we it have the it, it, look. It, it, they it have they have all the tools. Not to Argentina. Not to obviously not to Argentina's you know level, but it's there. Look, you don't, you don't, you don't have casual culture. Though. Can I, can I just add something real quick? Like I do agree that the United States have all the tools at their disposal and like the, the amount of people to like, really, if they wanted to, they could absolutely like take market share away from Europe. The problem is Americans are Americans. And if they're not the number one in their sport, they turn it off very quickly because it's a, it's a sense of pride and it's a sense of ego and that's why they only care about American sports because they're the best at it. And, but, but and the thing, in the in world many, of soccer, they're not. So th- in many in many markets in the United States, soccer does does better than hockey than than basketball. Yeah, but we're talking like baseball. small. You're not you're not gonna t- you're not gonna touch the NFL anytime soon. No one's touching the NFL. You're not gonna touch the NFL anytime and soon. And you're not gonna be able to to even get a little bit of that passion I see from NFL fans. You're not gonna see that in the states, bro. You, you see it in LAFC. So in a major market, and you don't see that with the Kraken. You don't see it with the Mariners. You don't see it with versus the Seahawks. There's always less people at the Sounders games, and the tickets are way cheaper. And it's because it's just, it's not, just not it's not good. Like the, the the schedule doesn't fit it. Yeah. Right? It's a niche sport. It caters to the bigger sports in the U.S. I live in a major market. I talk to the people who have season tickets. I, I know the people who vote, but it's just not there yet. It's growing. You're talking about the market the where during the World Cup final, they show some Cowboys ad during the World Cup final. They did? You can tell me the culture is there. It's not it there. It is. It, the culture is there, but it's not there to the level you think it is. It's very you're you're wanting to compare it to Argentina. Don't no, not I'm not comparing it to Argentina. I'm just comparing it you just compare to it. the cultures and the other sports in the U.S. Dude, people rather watch it's, golf than soccer. It's not at the yeah. It's not at hockey. Yeah, might there be some cities where their hockey team might get more uh, support than the hockey team, whatever. Yeah, but who, overall. Who could- which NFL, which federation? NBA, NFL, MLB are still above soccer. Soccer is like, yeah, it's cool. My kids play soccer. You know, it's not that violent. It's like whatever. It's easy. Like it's nice. It's casual. It's like what the millennial parents love. But it's just a nice casual thing to watch your kids play. It's friendly. But as far as like the culture, no. And it's not a bad thing. Don't get me wrong. It's a family environment. It's what Liga Mekis lacks. There's stadiums in Liga Mekis where you can't attend you as can't a You can't bring your family. And here in the MLS, you can go to any stadium as a family and just enjoy the game as a family, as a casual fan, and think it's cool. That's not a bad thing. MLS the level that you think it is. MLS attendance is third only behind, only behind NFL and Major League. It's already surpassed NBA, and it already surpassed, and already surpassed NHL on average. Okay, and even I don't believe to that. Say, it's true on average. But how many of yeah, those I don't believe uh, that, markets have a soccer team? New England Revolution get like That's five fans a game, bro. <laughs> Go to the Bruins. It's packed every single time because I also lived on that in that city. So, so, so every it, single time. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Aside that it's already third behind, like I Go said, only behind NFL, 
Well, it's only it's only behind it's only behind what do you call it? We're talking we're not we're talking about not instances but averages. Okay, obviously the Yankees and obviously the, the Yankees and 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 the uh, and what do you call it? Um, in Boston, that's that's an anomaly because those guys are fanatic about their teams. Okay, but but what I'm saying is, the, on average, MLS attendance is better than is third. You know, is third only behind NFL and, and MLB. But when you also consider the amount the amount of infrastructure that has been built in, since '94, okay, to that sport, and also the federation pays more to FIFA for the rights for the rights of the World Cup than any other federation in the world. I mean, the last time I didn't even look at the ones from ES. Was it from Fox and and, uh, and uh, what was it Fox and Telemundo or NBC? But like the, I think the last one that I looked at was when, when, when basically when uh, Univision and and ABC and ESPN had it. I mean, those guys paid. I think I think like it was ahead above. What was it? I think it was like close to five, basically half a billion dollars. Damn. You know, for both for for both the U.S. the U.S. rights and and obviously Univision for the Spanish rights. You know, so it, it's there. It's not. It's it's not a spectator. It's not. What do you call it? It's not a social. Soccer is in the social event anymore. You know what I mean? You're just there to see. You know, hey, what happens? I mean, you know, like the U.S. got U.S. The U.S. Uh, recently got rugby. Uh, the the World Cup, right? R- rugby is. You know, the Rugby World Cup when it was going to come to the U.S. It's basically going to be kind of like a social event. Oh, okay. Let's see what's what's going on here. You know. That's what that was. That was soccer basically thirty years ago, forty years ago in the U.S. It was basically, oh, okay, let's, let's see what's going on here. But no, it's not. It, it already has its culture. Like I said, it's nowhere near Mexico. It's nowhere, obviously, near like the English, the English, or, or, or I'm sorry, in England, or like in Mexico or Argentina or Brazil. Obviously, it's not that. I, I don't know if we'll ever get to that. You know, the teams are just too but, young. Yeah, I mean, yes and no. I mean. I mean, there's there's teams that are fairly young, you know. Uh, even 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 in Europe, that you know, like for example, PSG, what they were around, they're they're, they're relatively new. Teams. Exactly, Santos, 19, 19, uh, uh, 1988, you know, in um, or Mexico Santos, not they're not the Santos from Brazil, you know. RB Leipzig, they're like really young. Yeah. But for but, the most part, but, it's like. But that—that's—that's that's what, I was, like, going back to what Kodasa was asking of me. That—that that is that is what my problem is, and what I can't wrap my head around with is that, you know, if if you're not going to be serious about growing this into the premier market of soccer, along with the U.S., because honestly, if the U.S. if the U.S. really wanted to basically, you know. Be be the, the 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 premier location for soccer, kind of like what Europe, you know, well Europe, but mostly the big four, you know. Great, I'm on board. Let's keep all our talent here. Let's let's make let's make let's make our football better than theirs, or at least equal to theirs. But when you're selling Pepe, when you're selling, when you're when you're, when fans are you know patting themselves on the back, oh man, we just sold Pepe, or we just sold what's you know Fulano de Tale, or we just sold him to fucking you know Magdeburg and. And, and and division two Bundesliga, really? That's 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 what we're going for. Now, if you know if that's the case, you know what? I'm on my own. You you're on your own. I, see you, man. I'll see you when I see you. I'd rather play in Copa Libertadores. I'd rather be in Copa America. 
So that's my take on that. Got a long way to go. <laughs> yeah, I just don't see it happening. I mean, just look at the cup that they have in England going right now. Aston Villa got knocked out by a fourth division team. Uh, in third division, right now, you have like Derby County and uh, I think Bolton Wanderers. And yes. the stadiums are packed like with 50,000 yeah. people for a third division game in England. I mean, look so what like, uh, for, Ryan Reynolds did with Wrexham, and, 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 and that's nothing new, man. That's that's their culture. That's I mean, that's English. That's culture. what I'm saying. For you to be able to take that away, yeah, money wise, revenue, yeah, could you do but, all those but, things? Sure, but you we're definitely not... like take those things away. But as far as like from the culture, the romanticism behind it, it's gonna be very hard to compete with players wanting to come to the United States to play from March to November. When they're missing out, like on Champions League and the essence and the beauty of the game, you know that English culture that goes back, you know, shouldn't almost almost basically but not almost just like the English culture, the whole European game, Champions League alone. Do I want to Champions, watch the Champions top League, MLS Champions, team play some top Mexican team? Sure, but I'm not gonna choose it over, you know, like Madrid versus. I don't know, Manchester City, PSG, Bayern, you name it. Because that is the elite of the and elite. W- that is the top 1%. That's another thing, and too. Americans. say European culture. Um, it's just football culture. Because when we're competing in Libertadores, we're competing against the best of the best in our region. And we wanted to win. And that was our drive to win. So without it, we don't have it here. Right? And the schedule doesn't give you that. So therefore, you, you're in this bubble, right? If you play MLS, you're comfortable, you're getting paid, but you don't have it. Now with Mexico, we kind of in that same bubble, and that's why we grew stagnant. So therefore, what can we do? We're not going to join the other one, at least not for a while, because money won't let us do it. So let's picar piedra and try to build our own. I mean, the potential's there. I mean, outside of the top five leagues, if MLS, Liga Mekis, if they combine, don't combine, uh, MLS has all the potential to be considered uh, the top league outside of Europe. I just don't think that you're going to be able to take that away just because of how they're so interconnected, especially with the European tournaments. Well, what, what can the MLS do to put themselves above Bundesliga, League One, La Liga, Syria. What can they you're, offer? You're seeing it wrong. You're, you're seeing it wrong, though. That that's not how they're gonna compete for it. It's the market. It's it's the economy. So if the economy crashes, or they're no longer getting the money, then the players will have to go where the money is. Just like Ron was talking about those South Americans. Why they call a lot of them? Why they call Europe? Not because they want to play in Europe, because that's where the money is at. Yeah, and so we already we already seen all these Euro teams. They're owned by foreigners. You I'm, think the fans want? Yeah, I'm old enough. To, I'm I'm old enough to remember when most of the teams in South America were, you know, you know, were still were still, uh, you know, domestic based. Only you know, you only had a couple of them that were playing abroad. You know. Uh, 
and stuff like that. Like, you know, I, that's, that's why, that's why I'm saying that, you know, you know, Europe was able to basically really attract, really attract the South American or just not the South American, but just in general, like the, you know, players around the world, the best of the best from around the world, really, really post nineties, you know, yeah, the Bosman rule. Well, 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 the fall of the Berlin, the fall of the, you know, the, the fall of the, uh, the, the Berlin wall, the Bosman ruling, that all re that basically just really you know Europe Europe's infrastructure yeah. really really took off, um, but like I said I, I just I, I don't think I don't think it's a far fetched idea because like I said I know that just throwing money at it is not gonna is not gonna do it because obviously you have Middle Easterners you know you have Chinese uh, tycoons that are pouring tons and tons and tons of money into something that. Unfortunately, they just they don't have the culture for. It. They don't have that soccer culture that we have in the Americas. No, but and, you know? but Ron, my my take is, eventually, the oil money and and all these other foreign investors are gonna pull out of Europe. Then they're gonna so be too. pretty aft. Then they're I gonna mean, be pretty aft. Well, I mean, I look 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 what's happening in Italy. How they had what Parma was selling for one dollar. Yes. Uh, Milan had to sell like what fifty percent to some Chinese dude, it, and you've seen it all across. So they're very dependent right now on on foreign investment, and well, if that ever leaves, which it could happen for whatever reasons, and but, but, it, that... well, not not to get into I mean not to get into into political you know the discussions here, but just in many countries in the in the U.S., what's perceived right now as that the movement of Europe is for Europeans is is, start, is is taking hold in many in many European countries, and like for example the the backlash that had just happened a couple of weeks ago when Madrid hosted for the first time in their entire history a starting lineup without one Spanish with what without one Spanish uh, player that's raising alarms over there. Yeah, you know, I mean one of the things that I agreed with Blatter. I mean I didn't agree with him on too many things, but one of the things that I personally agreed with Blatter was. That hey, wait a minute. The, the, he had the what? What is it? The six-five rule, where he, you know, he wanted basically something, something similar to what we've had in Mexico since, you know, since the what the forties, where they had that presidential decree where you know you had to play, you know, you had to line up x amount of uh, uh, domestic players. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's I, I, I personally, have, I personally think that that Europe has is, is Europe has shot themselves in the foot because. You know, you know, was uh, because they 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 basically bring in all these foreign, you know, tycoons, you know, basically an essential billionaires club, and that they and they're basically just, you know, they're they're basically just tearing away the the fabric of of, of these clubs, you know, their history and stuff like that, by making it too much, too much, you know, they're, they're it's globalized too much, and and I mean, I'm not saying that. I mean, one of the things that I love about soccer is the whole international aspect. But I think a little—it's gone too much, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. I look at the age we live in; everything's globalized. I mean, you guys talking about like if the collapse of the economy falls out. Come on, if there's a collapse of the economy where all Europe's collapsing, the U.S. is gonna be right there with them. No, I mean, not exactly. Is so interconnected. Uh, to a certain degree, yes. To a certain degree, I do agree with you on that. You know that you know. But you know, yeah. I, but but I didn't say I didn't say Europe had to collapse. I said the foreign investors start pulling out for other reasons. 
yeah. you know, and then and then that that leaves Europe that they're not gonna have that money to be making all of those hundred million transfers, hundred twenty million transfer fees. They they're gonna go back to what it used to be, and and you would see even the IMX outbidding European team for players. Not to go off on a tangent, but that I actually was talking to a friend about this uh, a couple months back. That you know, you know those the, those those uh, you know foreign owners, you know that come in with that, you know that those petro dollars and stuff like that. You know, once once the whole you know the whole you know dependence on on fossil fuels occurs. You know, because eventually it's going to happen. Eventually, sooner or rather, you know, sooner or later, it's going to happen. What's going to happen with those with those petrodollars? You know what I mean? And I think, and I do think, I think, I do think that something, you know, what you're trying to get to, Hoyt, uh, is going yeah. to happen. That it's going to it's going to dry up, and there's going to be less money. There's going to be less money from foreigners, and then you're like you said, you're not going to have those. Like I mean, think about it. Just the amount of money that they paid for Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. I mean, that's that's an anomaly. That just that that's not sustainable. You know, the amount of money that they're paying, you know, just around the world. I mean, and especially just like you know the Chinese and, and especially the Chinese and, and the uh, and the Middle Easterners with those petrodollars. It just well, yeah. It, it's gonna it's gonna have to collapse sooner rather and than we, later. And we just saw with Barcelona how how much in debt they were. Oh yeah. For for just during the whole Messi thing, where they they can they had to what didn't they leave for free? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't like legally well, extend his contract or something. Well, if we're having the whole financial talk. What happens when viewership shifts? Like that's the main reason why sponsorships would leave. Not necessarily the business goes bankrupt, but hey, you're no longer sustaining this viewership. We just said. Back in the day, Serie A used to be the top of the top yeah. of the table. And now it's Premier, so everyone's jumping shit. My advertising is going to be watched more in Premier, so I'm going to pull from here and shift it over there. Now, Cristiano and how much they paid? Yeah, that's Petro money. You know, that's what happens there. But realistically, who's watching that league? How do I even watch that league? Do you guys know how to watch it? The fuck if I know. Um, I don't think they care. I'm pretty sure. I don't think they care. Again. Being in, in that in that in that regard, I I think here it it's more of a it's more they're spending that money knowing that they're not going to make it back, but it's basically keeping up for the Joneses. You know what I mean? They're trying to establish they're trying to establish you know uh, international recognition. Hey, look at us. To to me, Ron is more like those those really rich people that for their kid's birthday they end up bringing in some like. Spend a million dollars to have a teenage meeting in these turtles. Uh, they bring uh, some rock band, some some non rock band to play in their backyard. Hey, 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 hey! Like, now, Barbie is a fucking slap, okay? Barely <laughs> past the third grade. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Billy, you, he got it. Hanley got the reference. <laughs> Billy Madison. Yes. <laughs> but. So all right, so 
now let's uh, get off that tangent. What was the question before Kodasa wanted my input or my, my take on this? You wanted the... Um, oh, you want... Yeah, we got to wrap this up. So I kind of just wanted team to Piojo know or team what team you're on. Team oh, Almada, yeah. Team Piojo. I, I, I'm Team Piojo. And I, and, and, I, and I gave my reason earlier because I'm not sure how Almada will do. Uh, I don't know if he'll be able to handle the, 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 the pressure of just of just the uh, the shit show that uh that the national team you know brings at you you know so you think kyoho would have more pressure though because of his reason i know that i know he'll have more pressure and i know he'll have more uh, more create more uh critics i know I mean, that for sure. coming off a championship winning team if he leaves now he actually has you know that like credibility well piojo has the results with america tigres how he left the national team if anything, I feel like he would have more pressure. And like someone mentioned, uh, he doesn't have the best anger management. Piojo, Piojo, throughout his career, you know, throughout his career, he has had many teams play very well. Obviously, there's always highs and, you know, there's always uh, you know, ups, and, uh, ups and downs, you know. But, and I've said this before, I didn't even want Piojo when he came to America. I didn't want him. But, you know, he... He did what uh, what he was supposed to do, and he shut up a lot of people. You know, personally, I mean, I thought he had the team playing well. I mean, when even you know, even when they got eliminated by Cruz Azul and then Chivas and stuff like that, and they and they fired him for that, which they shouldn't have. You know, but it is what it is. That's really like I said, uh, Almada in a way kind of. You remember uh, uh, Ojitos Mesa? How he had, you know, Toluca playing in the in the in the late nineties. I, I don't think it's gonna happen though, because Toluca and Mesa. What I'm saying is, I see a similarity in that sense, where you know, oh, I, I don't mean. though, because Toluca was full Toluca. of foreigners then, and not, no, they no, weren't no, young. No, no, no. no, no what, I'm, what I'm trying to get, what, I, uh, what I'm trying to get is that Ojitos Mesa. He was able to do well in Toluca and stuff like that, but Toluca, believe it or not, is not a. It's not also. It's not a big market. In fact, even Cardoso used to say that in reality, most Toluca fans are America fans. You know, they only they're only Toluca fans when we're doing well. He has he's he's gone on record to say that. So, but what I, what I'm saying is that Ojitos Mesa basically did, was doing really well in the league, and he got the national team, but coaching Toluca. And then coaching a, a a team that has a lot of media attention, like the national team, he was never able to make that adjustment. You know, and uh, I I think that's where I see, that's where I give Piojo the advantage because he has that experience both with America and the national team. Where Almada, I, I, I remember I don't remember the player's name from Pachuca, but he used to say that Pachuca. Uh, 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 a player from Tapachuca could ride his bicycle from home to the stadium and not get noticed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Take that for what you Damn. will. Take that for what you will. That's a good life right there, man. What's that? Yeah. 
Tommy Lueter, I, I need to find that out. I need to find that one because I remember when no I read that. Trophies. No wonder Trophies is doing good over there. <laughs> <laughs> no one see him leaving the Oxo with Tsukawamas, dude. That <laughs> 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 would be front page in Guadalajara, right? <laughs> A whole I piece to... of pomos and nobody noticed. I, I want to say it was Car- Carlos Calderon, the, the, the great Mexican uh, soccer historian. I think he published he published one of those anecdotes from Pachuca, uh, where there was this was when Pachuca was was still in the uh, in the second division in the in the early nineties, but there was like this like he was I, I don't remember the name of the player but he was you know local star second division, and he was known for bringing prostitutes to his cheering section, you know. <laughs> imagine, but I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> imagine. Imagine. <laughs> Do a, a player from like Cruz Azul or America doing that? You know, that's kind of like that's kind of like what I'm, my point is. Like when you're coaching, when you're coaching Atlas, when you're coaching Puebla, when you're coaching, uh, you know, Pachuca, and even to a certain extent the Monterrey teams, there's 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 just a lot less pressure. Yeah, but you know? I mean, he's won back to back titles, bro. Or no, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not, not back to back, but he's taking... he's doing well. I'm not taking that away from him. Uh, he's, his teams are play, uh, are played well, are playing well. No dispute for me on that. Like I said, the only thing, the only thing that I can think of that's gonna that that may hurt him is you're basically going from like you said, you're being able to ride your bike, you know, to to, to the stadium and not get noticed. To like what like what Blanco when they asked him, like, what do you miss most? I miss I miss not being able to take the subway. You know, it's it's just one of those things. It's just you know, it, it, it's, you're in the hurricane, man. You're in the eye of the hurricane when you when you coach when you're that you know. Uh, He's a big boy. He can handle it. Yeah, you gotta yeah. look at his personality. I mean, he looks pretty calm. Like, look at Tata. Uh, the pr- pressure was on him like crazy the last two years. But rarely Tata's a bum. But but that's when really they can step out of line and, stupid, and start arguing with the media, start throwing fits or anything. It also comes down to your personality. Might it affect you? Yeah, you saw Tata. He looks like 20 years older uh, now that he left than when he came in four years ago. So yeah, sure, the pressure got to him. But it also depends how you handle it. Yeah, you can make The argument that you're making is that stubborn. that pressure is going to be there and Piojo won't express it externally well. So, uh, Habibi. No, I, I agree with you on that. It, it's it's a it's a delicate situation to be in when when you have you know half the country and you know more than half the press either for you or against you. You know, it's a it's a tough it's it's a, it's it's a tough position and and uh, you know Javier Aguirre has, you know, has talked about you know being in the hot seat. You know, compared to like being in Spain and being in in Mexico, Mexico's worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donald Pastor, Team Piojo or Team Almada? Hey man, you know life has always shown you don't go back to where once you were happy, expecting to have the same type of happiness. As Cristiano with Manchester United, as anyone, man, you're never gonna get those original results. The casual fan wants Piojo back because, you know, how he celebrates the goals, how he made him feel in 2014 World Cup. Does he save the selection from a fracaso when all he had to do was play New Zealand? 
come on now. It, the pressure's going to be there to, like, live up to that past, that something's not going to go right. And it's, it would be refreshing just to see a different face, someone who comes off as more professional, knowledgeable, calm-minded, and is actually using Mexican players. I mean, of all the teams in the league, whether it's Rachuca and it's a little team nobody cares about, he's using Mexican players and he's beating top teams and he's back-to-back finals. He doesn't look like an argumentative guy. Yeah, the media might be on his ass, but he doesn't look like the guy who's going to explode and start arguing. If anything, his credibility will buy him some time. His credibility will buy him time to the first fracaso. What's considered the first fracaso? Losing early out in the Gold Cup or losing a final to the U.S.? So when's the next Gold Cup? Next year? Yeah. Yeah, he gives him at least a year so he has a chance to have a quote-unquote fracaso. I say go with a new fresh start. They got nations league, though. Uh, go with the guy who most likely won't play all the politics games that Piojo and others might. It's a political game whether you want to yeah, accept you have it or not. To. You have to play the game. It is. Why I say or the game claims will you. Be the coach, <laughs> it is a political game. What I prefer... Doesn't mean that's what I think is going to happen. I already know Piofo is going to be the coach. That's written in the stars because uh, it's a political game. Don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't you say that. But, but, can you say, but, but he, you said something that, and I and normally I would agree with you that normally you're not going to be able to, uh, you know, catch lightning twice in a bottle. And But to Piofo's credit, something that no other, you know, coach. Uh, for America was able to do was to basically win a title then you know leave the club and then come back and win again and obviously America throughout its history has had a lot of good coaches Piojo was the only one that was able to basically catch you know lightning in a bottle twice didn't he so break just, all the records he, he is he's like you know in terms of in terms of Piojo's already written his his history with Club America. He's always going to be the up there with Classicos the great. Classicos won and, and all that Classicos, you know, you know, Copa, Copa, the Liga. Copa, the Liga. You know, obviously losing. You know, he he you know, he won two leagues, but he also went to a couple other leagues where they lost. But I'm just saying that he was able to do that with America in a team that obviously is always in the hot seat. You know, and, and you're always in the eye of the storm. So. I don't know, no, just, no, man. Just you know, well, here's, here's, here's one more, and just put that in the back, in the back, you know, in the warmer, you know. <laughs> here's my argument for him. If we look at Mexico's uh, World Cups from '94 up until the last one, his is arguably the best one that Mexico has played. Ooh. I don't know if I can continue this conversation, man. This is hard to listen to. <laughs> I mean, he had a can prime you, roster. Guys. Can you, Come on. I know. Joe Doesn't Biden, matter. Ache, Ache, Doesn't matter. Bielsa had a prime roster in 02, and he went home after three games. <laughs> and I'm sure there's a lot of things you can look behind the scenes, but at the same time, he had a prime roster. You're comparing him to that world, to the other World Cup teams from Mexico, and he had a prime yeah. roster. A lot of teams had 94 had a prime roster. That's one of the best teams ever. If you look at the names in there, 98 was really good too. And, and, and you know one thing, Holy, about that? About 98 and 2014? Yeah. Those coaches didn't have a full cycle. 
They only had yeah. they basically were only with the team about six months and stuff like that. So that's why I've always been I've always been uh, cautious about. Oh no, we just gotta we have to respect the cycle. We have to respect the proceso. You know, hell, didn't 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 uh, team from North Africa uh, who uh, that went to the semis? Uh, North shit. Africa, Egypt, no, Morocco. Yeah, yeah, Morocco. That guy, that guy was only. I mean, he he was with the team what? Thirty days. Like six months. Yeah, he was. He like, was. Yeah. He was. Yeah, he was there. He was there. Not even six months. I don't think. I think if I read, but I don't know. Like I said, whoever it is. Let's hope, let's, I, I'm just gonna hope for the best. It's gonna be people. You'll be happy. Don't worry. I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give you the, this here. Is uh, we all know I wanted Nacho Quattle to to have the team, but yeah. he's not even a candidate. <laughs> and then because uh, he's brown. <laughs> exactly. You know what? I wanted Nacho Quattle too. Yeah, that's who I wanted. But who do I want? I'm kind of indifferent with with the two coaches. Who do I think will end up being the coach? I also think uh, Piojo will probably end up being the guy who gets the. Oh man. Who gets the, who gets the gig? <laughs> I, I I think I think they really want to go with the Mexican coach and and uh, you know for 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 all the flaws uh, Piojo has, he he really isn't he he really isn't a bad coach. Wow. Well, no. Uh, yeah. You really want that from me? I did. Yeah. I do. Uh, Yes, I, want, like I wanted the darkest, the most indigenous. Uh, Ron, I wanted the darkest, most indigenous coach, <laughs> so that we yeah. had somebody who was Mexican. Yeah, no, I the really guy. did want Nacho, man. I, 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 I so like you like So you want basically a guy that won't be seated at that restaurant for for steak? What was it? No, no, no. He just won't what? be seated at the front. That's no, the thing. What, what, what restaurant was that? Yeah, what, 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 what was the name of that restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's fucking memes. You remember those memes? <laughs> oh, man. But I mean, you think about it. Piojo, during the pandemic, man, he was making some really nice TikTok videos of him using his barbecue, you know, his, his grill in the back. You remember that? Like carne asada? Yeah, in fact, in fact, Carlos, uh, what's his name? Uh, former, former, uh, he retired now, but what's his name? Carlos Albert. He was ragging on Piojo. He was ragging on Piojo because because he was showing off his uh, his cuts, his meat cuts, you know? <laughs> so I'm just saying, I mean, don't even criticize you for that. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 so, uh, Jaime, one last thing to add. So, yeah. uh, I think Piojo, Piojo will be in charge. If they went with Almada, I'm not going to be upset about it either. But I, I do think Piojos. Wow. Uh, who else we got? Abdias, <laughs> Team Piojo or Team Almada? All right, guys. I'm Team Almada, but, you know, that's that's what I believe. That's what I really hold for because I think that's what's going to make us. I'm not even going to say get us to the next level. Just get us on the right track. Get us on the right track. Get us going. That's what I want. That's what I hope is going to happen. Now, here's my take. I think Piojo might end up at Cruz Azul because, unfortunately, Potro's going to get fired. Cruz Azul doesn't have a forward. They're getting fucked all the time. Los árbitros nos cogieron esta, esta semana. Like, they're not even talking about it. This was the <laughs> worst show I've seen in a while. All right? If y'all saw it, you know what I'm talking about. 
So, all right. Almada goes over there. Piojo inevitably finds a job in Cruz Azul. And everyone writes a happy story. For you? Except for El Potro. <laughs> He's making a whole political run to get that seat. He is not listening to no offers at all. And Televisa is really good at making novelas, and they know the casual fan wants Piojo. They know they bring Piojo on and will calm the waters for the casual fan. I think to an extent, I think he's been vilified so much that a lot of people, they look down on him and, and ignore all his achievements. And, like, here's the thing. You have Televisa on one corner, but let's not forget the other big player, which is Azteca America, which is also the guy who got bitch slapped on in the airport. All right? <laughs> and they're also running their smear campaign against him. All right? And then you have Fox Deportes, which just likes to be messy all over the place and is let, reminding you everything bad that Piojo did. Yeah, so but I, I still is, think they're going to choose Piojo. What has he talk done? to your casual fans. Talk to your friends that just watch the Selección games here and there. They don't really watch the got Mekis too much. And uh, oh man, after the World Cup sucks, who do you want to coach? Majority of them are saying, man, they got to bring Piojo back. That guy was great. Your casual fan wants Piojo. Televisa knows their audience. They have the biggest influence. They're going to put in Piojo. Uh, we did have somebody join. Uh, Joel Tena. I don't know if we uh, have any thoughts on the Team Almada versus Team Piojo, but oh, he just left. <laughs> Too shy. Um, but yeah, folks, uh, I'm, I'm over time for the, for the night. I would love to continue this conversation next week. Hopefully by then we'll have a coach. Who knows what's going to happen. Um, but I want to thank all y'all for joining on tonight. We had a great discussion. Uh, we're on Twitter spaces. We're on YouTube chat. We're on TikTok now. We're all over the place. We're, we're doing it big in 2023. Uh, but it starts with uh, with you guys. So appreciate y'all for hopping on tonight. Uh, make sure everyone gets home safe. And we'll catch you in the next one.